with the NHL trade deadline approaching, what type of players should these Sharks try to acquire? I look at six potential players that these Sharks should try to add during the trade deadline. So all that and more on today's episode. Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked on Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team in the Bay Area. My name is J.D. Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now. I want to thank you for making Locked on Sharks your first listen, probably part of the Locked on Network. We cover your team every day. And if you want to be an everyday, all you have to do is just follow along wherever you get podcasts or you can watch this on YouTube as well. And on today's episode, we're going to be digging into the trade deadline, but Guys, type of players that these sharks should be looking to acquire um, to try to kind of restock not only the pipeline, but kind of guys who are in the same vein as, um, you know, like an Alexander Barabanov or Jacob Peterson, guys who maybe don't fit other teams' prospect pools or guys who maybe the sharks can kind of pry away that would be able to kind of contribute on San Jose, you know, kind of give them a chance to play. So uh, we're going to be looking at two forwards, two goalies, and two defensemen. Um, But before we get to all that, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Uh, Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. So this exercise kind of, was suggested to me and you know and i was trying to think of guy you know we, we we've kind of seen with my career right wanting to get guys who are close to being nhl ready you know um jacob peterson who i know is spending the most of the year in the ahl this year but you know guys like nikita hochuk um ty emberson who sharks claimed off waivers um guys who are closer to contributing than kind of you know um than just picking draft picks, right? And kind of having to play that weight game, right? And we know the Sharks kind of want to start competing again here in the next couple of seasons. So trying to look at guys who can are young enough to still be assets um, to kind of what they're building right now. So uh, we're going to start with two forwards, uh, then we'll get to two defensemen, and then that we'll finish up with a couple goalies here. And I'm going to kind of go through the guys. I'm going to make the case for why it would make sense um, for them, for their team to kind of move on from them. Um, And then of course the case of why it wouldn't make sense. And I don't expect any of these to happen. If the sharks pick one, if one of these guys ends up in San Jose, you're never going to hear the end of it for me. Um, But I wanted to kind of look at, these are some types of players that the the sharks should be looking to acquire um, if they do choose so so we'll start with um our good friend kyle um who one of his favorite uh prospects that the sharks did not draft um Atirati, um 21 year old forward six foot 287 pounds was originally drafted by the new york islanders in the second round but traded to um vancouver he's been playing this season with the hours for canucks in the ahl yeah in 38 games he has Eight goals, 15 assists with 54 shots on goal. Um, you're going to kind of notice a theme with a lot of these 
players that I'll be kind of talking about. But uh, Achirachi was, if you go back way before that that draft, we talked about him with our good friend Will Scouch on how he was at one point a t- potential top 10, top five, even a potential one first overall uh, pick conversation, but um, struggled, picked in the second round. Um, still very, very talented player. I think he, given and put it in San Jose, would have an opportunity to flourish because there's just a lot of potential open jobs. Um, the reason why it would make sense for Vancouver, at least, um, to trade him is, is Aturati ever going to get a middle, at least a middle six opportunity with the Canucks, right? Um, you know, looking at the Canucks who have been one of the kind of big stories of of the season this year and their type of play. And it's like they're getting actual contribution or everything's kind of clicking for them. Right. You have uh, Quinn Hughes, who's, you know, potential Norris trophy candidate, you know, candidate. Um, Elias Pedersen who's just like having an absolute superstar season. Um, you have Brock Besser, JT Miller. You have all these guys playing well. Like it's, it's finally come together together for Vancouver. Right. Um, you know, if they're looking to upgrade with more NHL caliber talent, if the Sharks want to trade, you know, Mario Farr, whoever, right. Um, they might have to look at parting with one of these guys and, um, and the Sharks should try to acquire a, a guy like Aturati. Um, why does it make sense for Vancouver? Um, you're going to have to start paying a lot of these guys. I know uh, Quinn Hughes is under contract for the next several years at his uh, what's looking like a steal at 7.8 million. Um, but Elias Pedersen, right? He is due for a massive contract extension at the end of the season that could make him the highest paid player in the NHL. Um, Brock Bester's got one more year on his deal. You know, they, they have a lot of guys that they're going to have to start kind of paying here soon and having cheap contracts for good players like a Naturati, you kind of have to kind of fill the void and fill the edges with, with guys like that. So that's why it doesn't make sense um, for them. But again, if you're the Sharks, maybe you, you know, you're trading an NHL caliber player who can help your team now. Give me back Aturati, who's going to be able to help the Sharks here in the future. So again, with none of these, I don't see any of these happening, but these are, again, the types of players. So um, another actually in-division uh, guy, well, that would be one Samuel Fajimo. Uh, so Samuel Fajimo, uh, right now he's up on the LA Kings, but he spent the majority of his season with the Ontario Reign. He's 23, so he's uh, a little bit older. Yes, the 23-year-old um, is old. Six foot, 203 pounds. Uh 2019 second round pick um, in 24 games in the um, AHL. He has 20 goals, 13 assists with 87 shots on goal. Um, He's pretty good. Um, He was, was uh, put on waivers this year. If you remember Nashville claimed him. Um, Nashville put him on waivers. LA claimed him back says why they could put him down in, um, in the AHL. And you're probably saying, well, JD, why didn't the Sharks just claim him for free? If you didn't want to do that, uh, if you just wanted him. Um, yes, you could always just claim him for free, but you have to remember the Sharks contracts, like how many contracts that the Sharks have um, actually on, like you can only have, 
so many contracts. Um, and these sharks right now are at 50, 49 out of 50 contracts, right? So you need to give yourself a little bit of wiggle room, especially when they're going into the trade deadline, where if you want to acquire a player um, or make a big splash deal and you need to kind of take on more contracts or take on bad contracts, et cetera, et cetera. It just gives you a little bit more wiggle room. So that's why maybe not uh, picking him up at, at the time didn't make sense. But Pajimo, um, the dude can shoot. He's kind of has that little bit of that kind of powered forward game to him, especially he's a you know big size guy, uh, but the, he can shoot. And if you watch any rain versus CUDA games, he has absolutely destroyed the CUDA time in and time again. Um, why would it make sense? You have the LA Kings who are in a very much win now um, type, right? You're you've kind of been building, building. They have a good blend of young guys and kind of older guys. Um, but if you look at their their lineup, he kind of has been passed by a, a lot of players, right? Um, and maybe you can, if you're LA, you can trade him, especially if you want to, I don't know, bolster up your goaltending. Um, you know, a guy like Capo Kakinen, whoever, right? Um, you can kind of trade him, get someone who can a little bit more NHL ready, get someone who can kind of help your team right now. And Fajimo, you know, again, a lot of their guys, you have Quentin Byfield, right? Who's a second overall pick. Um, Kellyev, you have uh Alexei Lafayette, you have a they have a lot of young guys who are kind of outperforming uh Fijimo right now so for them maybe to give up one of these young guys to help get back an NHL ready guy and Fijimo is kind of the older and some of these guys I think are a little bit better than him right by field uh for example is way way better than uh but that that type of situation where you give up one of these guys who could still be an asset for another team to try to help you get yourself to try to win a cup this year uh why it doesn't make sense um again is is la going to trade in the division i think in something like this you would especially if maybe they're getting the better player back um but again are you going to give up on a guy who has been very helpful and maybe he's just that one more year away from kind of really being a contributor um almost like fabian zetterlin right this last year a lot of people were like ah, i don't know about fabian zetterlin and then what Fabian Zetterlin would be, you know, a middle six, at least forward on, on most, you know, most every team. Um, so he could be getting ready to have that kind of breakout season here really soon. So um, we'll get over to the defenseman here and then check on the goalies at the end of the show. So we'll do that here in just one second. We're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed's your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data with a matching engine, helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agreed Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. So um, join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash locked on. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com 
com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need indeed. I know the NFL season, regular season is over and the, we're almost to the big game, uh, but there's still time to get on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed. You place a $5 bet. There's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is super easy to use, and there's so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. Um, you can find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. Um, I really like Brandon Ayuk touchdown with a Niners win. I think um, the Detroit secondary can be had. And I think Brandon Ayuk, especially if Debo Samuel is out, I think Ayuk uh, has himself a really nice day. So I would, I think that parlay right there is a winner. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, so let's get to some of the defensemen. We know Mike has been very aggressive trying to kind of overhaul this blue line. Uh, Shakir Mukamadoulin's gotten recalled and is, is expected to make his debut. Uh, hopefully he makes his debut on Saturday. I think it's still a little in the air, but I would, I would expect him to play on Saturday, right? You don't recall a guy um, like Mukamadoulin to not play him, right? Um, especially, I would just keep, if you're not going to play him, just let him keep playing on the Barracuda. But... If Mukumadolan, you know, hope, hopefully Mukumadolan plays. But if you want to continue to add to your pipeline, here's a couple guys that I would be very, very interested in. Uh, I'm going to start with one, Jack Thompson, the uh, 21-year-old right-handed defenseman uh, picked by the Tampa Bay Lightning in the 2020 draft in the third round. Six foot one, 185 pounds. Uh, he's played 36 games, his four goals, 23 assists with 91 shots on goal in the AHL. He's also played uh, one uh, NHL game this year. So um, the Sharks continue to add pieces to their uh, blue line, guys who are going to be NHL ready here soon. Um, and, you know, I think the reason why it makes sense, um, looking at – the lightning, right? Still, I know the season's been a little bit tough, but they're still very much in a win now role uh, or win now mode. And Jack Thompson's probably not going to get a real top four offensive role uh, with Victor Hedman and Sergachev out uh, playing. I know Sergachev has been hurt for most of the year um, and they've been kind of making do without it, but he's going to be back, right? And he's there long term. He just signed a, you know, massive deal. He's going to be there through 27, 28. Uh, I know Victor Edmond maybe only has a couple years, but he's still 33 and he's still one of your best players in franchise history. I wouldn't be surprised if Hedman still gets another deal um, with, with the lightning, right? Um, and this team, again, they're still trying to win uh, games. And I don't know if, if Jack, I don't know if Jack Thompson is, his future is like, to kind of get the best out of him, you know, playing top four minutes. I just, I think his pathway is kind of blocked, if that makes sense. Um, so, and the reason why it doesn't make sense, um, again, this team is still kind of cap struck, you know, they're, they're, they're still cap tight for the next couple seasons. Um, you know, I think that going into next year, they got 
10 million dollars with 16 guys 10 million dollars of, of free space with 16 guys um kind of tied up so you're gonna have to try to fill in the roster with cheap contracts and a guy like jack thompson who's going to be cost controlled for the next few years makes sense for them to not move along with him even if he does play you know kind of bottom pairing minutes um so that's i think the reason why you would not want the they would not want him but again if you can get a guy who can help you win right now something you want to you know as a team that still is in, I think still in their Stanley cup window. Um, I think that's a reason why the, they would potentially move on to them, especially if they can get a player back who can help them win right now. So um, who that is, if they want to add some offense, you could look at a guy like Anthony Duclair. Um, you know, I think Anthony Duclair playing in their, you know, middle six would just light it up as we saw when he played with Florida. So again, and I know Tampa how's their picks and they don't have a lot of picks because they traded them all um, last year. So they have a third round pick this year. So they might have to give up a prospect to get a player back um, type of situation. So, all right, uh, let's look at another defenseman. One Toppy uh, Nemela, the 21 year old uh, out of who was picked by the Toronto Maple Leafs, six foot 179 pounds. He's been playing with the Toronto Marlies in the AHL, 2020 third round pick as well. Uh, 34 games, six goals, 16 assists, 53 shots on goal. And um, I know Will Scouch, one of Will Scouch's favorite pick uh, players in that uh, draft, uh, absolute offensive dynamo. Again, another right-handed shot that the Sharks continue to add to their prospect pool. Um, he's still under contract for the uh, next couple season or this season and next season. Um, so plenty of, you know, you Sharks would ha- have him give him a little bit of, uh, you know, be able to start playing him here sooner rather than later. Um, why it makes sense, right? Maple Leafs need a good cheap goalie. Hello. If you want to trade either Mackenzie Blackwood or if you want to trade uh, Capo Kakinen, they don't draft picks. Again, kind of the same situation as Tampa, uh, where they have a first round pick this year, um, but they don't have like their second round picks for the next couple of years. They have a lot of like late round picks. Um, so you might have to, to get a, a, a good player, you might have to give up on a solid prospect and topping uh, Nimala. Why it doesn't make sense, uh, the. Maple Leafs have three defensemen actually under contract for next year. Um, so they would probably are kind of maybe counting on him to take a step and play in the NHL. They have a couple guys who are RFA so they can resign, um, you know, but, and they, they're going to need good young players on cheap contracts to help kind of build around when you have four players who are making over $10 million um, and Nylander, uh, Marner, Tavares, and then uh, Austin Matthews. So they're going to need good, young, cheap contracts. But um, again, it feels like it's been forever. We, we've been waiting for the Maple Leafs to kind of make their run. So maybe if they want a guy like Mario Ferraro, who can help solidify the blue line, wouldn't have to kind of play the same role. I think he'd play more of a, a complementary role to his style and especially with, with the players that they have. Um, or if you want to, 
if they wanted to upgrade their goaltending situation, which has been really hit or miss. And they've been dealing with a lot of injuries. I mean, they've been having to play Martin Jones a bunch. Uh, I know Wall's supposed to be back at some point, but um, just adding another veteran, veteran ish, I guess, uh, in, in, um, in Capo Kakadin, like that would make a lot of sense. Um, and for the Sharks, you're getting a, another kind of crack at a, a defenseman who can be a top four type of player for you um, as you continue to kind of rebuild this, the, the defensive pipeline. So again, do I expect any of these to happen? No, but these are the types of players you want to try to find um, guys who maybe don't fit other teams timelines or um, you know, where maybe there's just kind of too many guys in front of them that they're really realistically not going to get a chance to play NHL minutes here sooner rather than later. You want to try to take advantage of that. So please don't like, I don't need uh, teams. I don't need Maple Leafs fans or whoever being like, you're an idiot. Um, I, I got too much of that last year. That's Toppy Nemo. So anyway, um, we'll talk about some goaltenders here and uh, which guys I would kind of, again, take a look at as the Sharks try to find an answer and goal uh, here in just one minute. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. Um, and with the eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win so keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers all right let's finish up with a couple goaltenders. Um, and we know the, the Sharks goaltending pipeline has been, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're still looking for kind of that goaltender of the future. And what I'm doing in this is just taking cracks on guys who, again, are kind of maybe getting squeezed out. Because if you look at their the, these teams' goaltending situations or kind of their, their prospect pipeline, they have other guys who they think are going to be kind of the answers or they have um, established superstar type guys who are probably going to be in the crease for a very, very long time. Uh, so we're going to start uh, with goalie Carter Garland. Um, he's 22 years old, uh, six foot five, 190 pounds playing for Colgate um, in the NCAA. It was a 2019 seventh round pick by the Detroit Red Wings. Um, this year he has 19 games, uh, 909 save percentage, 287 goals against average. Uh, looking at his NHL probabilities, they've been kind of floating. If you, uh, Byron Bader's uh, model, uh, he's been kind of floating at 34 to 20 and kind of, Right, anywhere between 39 and 28%. And it has dipped a little bit right now. Um, but a guy who I think, again, you never know goaltenders like the seventh round pick. It's right. You see goaltenders pop all the time. Um, why I think 
he makes sense for why the Red Wings could potentially would be willing to kind of part ways with him. Um, they've drafted Kosa and Augustine in the past couple drafts, and those are going to probably be Sebastian Kosa they drafted in the first round, Trey Augustine they drafted last year. Um, those guys look to be the future of, of in the Red Wings net. Um, you know, Augustine has looked awesome in college. Um, if you listen to our draft profile on uh, Levzhenov, um, we talked about Augustine and why, you know, that, Michigan State could be primed to make a you know run and next year as a potential national championship. Um, you know, Kosa has been kind of working his way through. I think he's already, you know, in the AHL now. Um, like these are guys who are going to be your long-term answers um in net. So where does that kind of leave a guy like uh Gielander? Why you don't is one, and this is going to be the same answer for both, is goalies are kind of so random and you never know like which one of these guys pop and which one of these guys can just not be it. Um, and I think for the Red Wings, especially a team who's starting to kind of contend, but they're not really contending yet, right? They're, they're You can see maybe their potential playoff team this year. Um, they might be like... They're they're starting they're on their way up, um, but none of these guys are kind of ready to contribute right now. You never know. Again, they there's they haven't seen Augustine and and you know and Kosa be the guy yet. Um, so I think maybe you just kind of continue to diversify your bonds, as Wu Tang Clan once said, um, and wait to see which one of these guys actually works out before you start to kind of trade them. But um, you know if. Again, never know. Maybe the Sharks sling a pick, a pick, a late round pick for um, for Geelander. You kind of go from there. So, um, next on the list of the last guy, excuse me, um, would be one Hugo Ollis, twenty one year old. Oh, one more thing too. Sorry, going back. Um, Geelander, though, one thing that kind of. The Red Wings have until August to decide to sign him. So if they don't think he's going to be it, or maybe it's maybe Henry Thrun type of situation where he's just like looking and be like, look, I'm, I see what's coming or what's here already. I'm not going to get a real opportunity to kind of be the guy. Trade me somewhere. And that could always be a situation. Again, don't know the guy. I never met him. They haven't heard anything like this. I'm just speculating. Uh, but that could be a thing where if he's like, there's not a chance for me to be the guy here, uh, trade me to a team that doesn't have an answer in goalie. Sharks don't have an answer in goalie. So they could sign him. He could be playing, you know, ECHL or in the AHL next year. So anyway, sorry. Um, back to Hugo Olis, uh, 21 year old, six foot eight, six foot eight, 238 pound uh goalie was a 2027th round pick by the new york rangers playing in merrimack college in the ncaa 11 games this year 902 save percentage 303 goals against um his stats from byron bader been solid he's kind of in that 29 to 36 percentile he's been kind of getting a little bit better and better every year um for him one of his some of his comps Caden Primo, Magnus Krona, Jack Campbell. So, uh, and again, six foot eight, and you know how uh, Mike Greer loves him, some big goalies. So, why I think it makes sense. 
for the Rangers to potentially trade him. Um, if they're looking to add more scoring depth and a guy like Anthony Duclair, um, you know, or a guy like Alexander Barabanov, um, and they have some guy named Igor Shosurkin who's going to be there for a while. Like Igor Shosurkin is amazing, um, and it would be weird for them to kind of, again, trying to trade goalies, et cetera, et cetera, especially for a team that is trying to win now. They've been kind of building and building and building, um, and it's very much starting to get to the to the win now phase. Um, and I think if the Sharks trade a guy like Anthony Duclair, who can kind of help out in their middle six, um, add some scoring depth, it's not going to cost them much in their cap because um, cap-wise, they're okay-ish right now. Um, they could fit in you know, a guy like Anthony Duclair. Um, and if the shark, they, they're okay also with their picks. Um, they don't have their third round this year. Next year, they don't have their second or third round or fourth round. Um, so they could be looking at like, now's the time to try to kind of m- make the push in because you're going to be hitting caps running out of cap, uh, running out of picks. And so, um, and again, kind of the reason why it doesn't make sense, like teams don't like to give up goalie prospects. Um, and especially for guys kind of playing in college, he does have two years. So um, he would, potentially go back to school next year. And then the sharks or the Rangers, whoever has them um, have until 20 August, 2025 to sign him. So um, you can still kind of marinate for a little bit. And we, we know, I think with goalies, just letting them marinate and not trying to rush them makes the most amount of sense. So um, there's those six players, six players who I would look at least inquire if you're going to be trying to trade some of your NHL players, uh, the Sharks are more than likely expected to do. So these are guys who I think can come in, contribute to, to San Jose sooner rather than later, or give you some more options in, in the goaltending department as the Sharks try to figure out their goaltending. I still think the Sharks are going to pick a goalie in this draft. And I think they're going, I wouldn't be surprised if um, that Devils pick which is if it's a they don't make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, it's going to be a second round pick. I wouldn't be surprised if that pick is used on a goaltender. I know my career wanted to pick one last year. Uh, did not happen, but again, plenty of time to dig into that. So these are the type of guys though I would, if I was the San Jose Sharks, you wanted to try to add some guys who are either kind of on the verge of being NHL ready or going to be NHL ready here soon. Uh, these are some guys. So um, yeah, we'll be back Monday, uh, hopefully to discuss Shakir Mukamadon's NHL debut. I will be at the game. So um, if you're there, I'll be there. Uh, if you've seen me, come say hi. I'll be with my boys. Uh, very excited for uh, Pride Day. Gonna, It's going to be a good time on, on Saturday afternoon. So, um, so yeah, make sure you guys are following along wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, you can watch on YouTube. We'll break down that game, talk about the Barracudas weekend. Um, get you guys in the next week. It's, we got kind of a nice little uh, sprint here until the uh, AHL all-star. Uh, so the NHL all-star deadline or whatever NHL all-stars um, kind of break. And then we have some, we got some time where we can kind of dig into some fun stuff. So uh, make sure you guys are following along for that. Um, you can also follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at locked on shirks. You can follow me on Twitter at my fry hole until Monday. Bye friends. <laughs>